Welcome to Bleached, a podcast for the real-ass hairdresser. I'm Sid Charisse. And I'm Caleb Bosher. And we are Destroy Destroy the the Hairdresser. It's going. But I don't feel it. You're too close. I was looking at the kissing. Now you're too far. Now you're too close. Uh, 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 uh. Sid decided to quit Destroy the Hairdresser. She no longer works here. This is my new co-host, Susan. <laughs> Hello, New York. My name is Susan, and I am part of Destroy the Hairdresser. We wanted to bring a little bit of the East Coast to the... I just messed up my lash. Okay. <laughs> you got if new you, eyelashes. If you, if I ever left and you hired a Susan, first off, there is no Destroy the Hairdresser without Caleb and Sid. But I would beat you for hiring a Susan. I did get new eyelashes. They look really good. I know. You kind of were scared when you walked in. I, I did the whole uh, eyelash see. extension thing because I hate wearing makeup, but I have to wear makeup kind of thing. Why? Why can't you like be a feminist? Because I looked like a newborn baby <laughs> hamster without makeup on. Who said that? Without mascara on. I think Amy Schumer said No, that. she didn't. It was Liza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Baby hamster face. Baby hamster face. If I don't have a, like, a, usually I just wear, like, moisturizer and a little mascara, but I don't want to wear mascara no more. So instead. I got eyelash extensions. <laughs> don't be jelly. Look how good they look, though. Come on. They are. They're, she has to sit so far away from the mic because they're just, like, they batting. batting. If you guys hear wisps, it's my <laughs> eyelashes. They're so good. I'll show them off tomorrow. Sid sent me a picture of them, but she like drew on the picture, and I couldn't tell. Like I don't I know what to... the message was. It was like her face with like her eyebrows scribbled out and her nose scribbled out with a heart between her eyes. And I was like, I'm not certain what's happening. Okay, for everyone out there, all I did was make it like color block so all you could see was my eyes and I might have put a little heart in between my eyes because I was trying to make him focus and my eyelashes. You looked like a mix between like a woman and a hijab. Because I was taking a selfie without making it look like I was taking a <laughs> selfie walking around in Target. Like you can't, I didn't want to be this that is the girl. the only person I know that listens to say that still shops at Target. Because I'm from the South and I love Target. You're like, where is a Target? Like there's like a built-in GPS. Yes, I have to know it's close. And I went to a new one in Brooklyn, downtown Brooklyn. It was so cool. How cool was it? It was so <laughs> cool. So cool. Life's been great for us lately. <laughs> Life's been, like, so, so good. We've been doing so much stuff that we've actually been kind of quiet, and we jumped on Instagram Live the other day, and it was actually really good to talk to everybody. So I think we are going to do it a lot more often. I hope so. It was so much fun. We were both late for what we had to go do because we we stayed so long to talk to everybody, which is great. And, you know, we actually stopped for a minute and made time for ourselves. And we went out and had a good time supporting one of our friends who's a singer and is in the competition. And uh, Caleb and I do this thing where every time we take a late night Uber, <laughs> we like to play our own music. And this is how you get That's good ratings. <laughs> That's not the thing, though. This is If anybody wants to know how to get good Uber ratings, this is how you do it. So we get in the car, and instantly it's an old, you know, driver, an old man driver. And he's already judging us because we're like, can we play our music? <laughs> and he totally thinks we're going to play, like, Ariana yeah, Grande. Or, like, at first he was like, uh, no, I don't have a chord. And I'm like, 
Do you have Bluetooth? Yeah, you busted, you dropped it on him. You were like, uh, I know you got Bluetooth in this fancy car. <laughs> and he kind of was like, ugh, because he had to. And then Caleb and I do this thing where we do in don't Uber. Don't be an Uber driver if you don't want to play up into his music. I agree. We do Uber karaoke, but it's just Caleb and myself. And we always play, what do we play? What do we do? Don't we play, do. I think we play. We start with the 90s and we work our way back. We just play genres of different eras. And I think my favorite is the 70s. Mm-hmm. Yours is like the 80s. 80s, 90s. 80s, 90s. We all like the 90s. Yeah. Well, Caleb and but I. But Queen. Yes, like Queen is my really... favorite band of all time. So we always have to drop in. This is my go-to karaoke song. Everybody that knows me and has seen me sing karaoke knows I always sing Bohemian Rhapsody. So in the Uber, Caleb and I sing that every time we are in a late night Uber and at the top of our lungs. And every time, guys, without fail, the Uber driver gets into it. He's like snapping his fingers and he's he's singing with us and he's jamming. And I'm like, and we got out of the car and I looked back at Caleb and I was like, that's how you get a five-star rating. He probably gave us like a one. Well, you know, I, I gave him five stars. I give him five stars. I think he was driving slower on purpose because the music was so good. It was good. I actually had more fun in that car. But it was such a good night. And I was glad with all all the the fun things that we've been doing, you know, creating these classes that are coming out in April. We'll talk about those. Yeah. But uh, it was nice to do something for ourselves and, and just have a little bit of fun. But speaking of our Instagram live, we kind of opened it up and asked everybody what they wanted to hear on this podcast and what they wanted us to talk about. So it was, someone actually emailed us and asked about Booth Rental. Yeah. And how we can elaborate on that a little bit. Yeah. It's weird because I feel like Booth Rental, Booth Rental and commission and all that is all becoming like a gray area. Like, People are doing all of it. People are doing a little bit of both. People are doing freelance, working by the chat. Like, everything's just kind of, like, blending together. I think at the end of the day, booth rental is going to become the, like, what everyone does. Yeah. I hate the name booth rental. It's, it's like, I'm a beautician. I'm That's a beautician that rents a booth. I'm a, I'm a beautician. A hair beautician. Do people even say that? And anymore? I work in a booth. Yeah. A hair booth. A hair booth. I hate it. It was never a booth. Like, why did it become... I don't know. If anybody knows the answer to why it's called booth rental without us having to Google it in this moment, uh, email us and let us know. I, but I think booth renting is really cool, but I think it's only for people that are, like, seasoned stylists. When you booth rent, you're your own boss. You're... That's the other thing that's kind of a weird situation. It's like, when you booth rent, you are your own boss, yet you have to obey other people's rules yeah it's a really, it's a really weird, weird gray area it's like somehow they figured out how like you're still paying them like you would commissioned but now they made it seem fancier yeah now you're gonna give me a one-time weekly fee yet you still do everything i ask so personally i suggest that if you are in a booth rental and i'm doing quotation marks but if you are in a booth re- rental situation let it go. Why don't you think about going out on your own and having your own space and being your own boss? And uh, because that's obviously what you want if you've gotten to that level. But at the same time, like I think booth renter, like it's like if you hire someone to do construction, you expect them to be there a certain time. Mm-hmm. You expect them to do their job a certain way. You expect them to take precautions. Like 
there are there are expectations. So I don't think that if you booth rent, it's like you're necessarily your own. Like I'm a freelancer, which is technically like I'm. But that's also something for a seasoned stylist. But I mean, like I. Like, when I go and work with clients, like, they expect me to look a certain way, to act a certain yeah. way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can't, just because I work for myself. Hence why I have false eyelashes, because even though you know me, I don't wear makeup outside of anywhere, but work, yes. you know, when I do go to these things, I have to find a way to to keep that kind of image up. But booth renting's scary, because you're, like, responsible for your own shite. <laughs> it's like being a business owner. Yeah. Because it is. Yeah. If you are a newbie stylist, I, I got this question the other day, actually. It's funny that we've been getting a lot of booth rental questions, but... I don't really know what the question is. Like, if you're yeah. a booth runner, like... You're, honestly, all the tools that we've ever given you in any podcast Are still, actually more applicable to booth renters yeah. probably than any other group <laughs> of So if you are a booth runner, just go back and listen to, to 1 through 17 now. Uh, but I had a, she was a new um, stylist straight out of school, and she was basically like, I kind of want to be on my own. I don't want to have rules. I'm a queen bee. I don't know what the kids are saying these days. But it was kind of like, no, do not do that. Uh, there's no way you have clientele. There's no way you have experience, like, literally the day after you get out of school. So I wouldn't suggest you you throw yourself into that environment. I love I loved teaching all those diva stylists. Like, oh, you're going to go do that? Okay. Have fun. Have fun not doing that. We'll catch you when you fall, and then we'll suggest a nice place to go and start your career. I mean, the other thing that booth runners, I don't think they're really good at, just because you are a booth renter or you have your own business does not mean that a salon owner, if you work for a space, is going to feed you shit. Like, you've got to, like, go out and do your thing. You're still responsible. you got to, like, brand yourself. you got to do all those things. And everything we teach in our programs is about branding. Yeah. Everything. Literally every single thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, if you are out there and you're looking for more brand information or you want to build your personal brand or you want to just refine your own business, you should consider doing private coaching with us. I think it's a really good option. We also have... I think a majority um, of our students are either on their a majority of our students are on their own out there having us guide them through the process of branding themselves or they're about to be on their own, which is great. Um, or they're behind the chair in a, in a salon and just trying to get to that point where they can go branch out on their own and we're helping them get there too as well. So it's great. Yeah, and I don't know what I'm sorry. Classes. Oh. And also like if you don't want to do private coaching because you're too cool, um, we do have classes coming up in April, which I think are really going to be really fun because they're just a la carte classes. I love that. A la carte. They're just like pick them as you want them, choose them as they come, take the classes with us. We're going to have guest speakers. We're going to have us teaching. Um, I just think it's a really cool, quick way to learn and move forward. I think that's what I think that's where, we, that's where we are as an industry is like education needs to be quick now. Yeah. No more, like, 12-hour days of, like, let's work on a mannequin. Let's yeah. Like, I can't I mean, you and that. I went to school to be life coaches. Yeah. And it was quick. And Real quick. It was, it was very cool. It was very on It was quick, but time. it was, like, r- filled with it information. Was so, I mean, I spent every waking moment. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work. And it's really interesting. But, like, what I loved about it, it was how fast it was. Like, they could give you so much in so little time. 
which made that hour or two hours worth it. Yeah. Whereas I think a lot of education now, like, they extend it. It's like, it's a five-hour class, like, to, and that makes you think, like, you're going to get more for your money when really they're just giving you the same information but watering it down so it fits into five hours. Yeah, it's like a watered-down so vodka soda. You know, and it's nobody you, wants that. You really need that drink, and they, like, they just water it down, and you have to buy six more just to get, like... It's like when... <laughs> It's like when Sid waters plants and no, kills them. It's like <laughs> when you order dessert and it comes and it's like the size of a penny. And uh, you're like, oh. It's like, this is America. This Give is- me my cake. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. But that dessert on the flip side might be so delicious. That's all you needed. Yeah. And that's how our classes are. Yep. <laughs> Ooh, that was good. <laughs> really, really good. Uh, we also had someone talk about uh or ask on the instagram live one of your students justin brought up uh some interesting stuff about branding but his was more about like talking about brands Mm -hmm. and what that meant and some of the issues with big brands i'm not a big brand fan yeah i don't think you are either Mm -hmm. even though we've worked for big brands you know i mean like it's one of those things that like People are like, Sid and Caleb are anti-brand. No. We're just big fans of branding the artist. Yeah. And that's or what we try to get Or small brands that are like, I don't know, like if you don't live in New York, maybe it's not the same, but like in New York, like, you know, you, you don't go to like, except for fucking Sid, you don't go to like a Target. You go to like, <laughs> you go to like a local, you go to someone's local place. I go to both. I just had to pick up hangers from Target. Like, what do you want from me? No, and I'm not going to go to a local boutique to get wooden hangers that are going to cost me a fortune. I went to Target and got my $14.99 wooden hangers, and they are cute. <laughs> and that's the problem with big brands. <laughs> <laughs> you just, we don't have to talk about it anymore. Yep, like, that's I just summed much. it up. I pretty much just summed it up. Why would I go buy something from someone that made it? Yeah. You know, when. When, when I could buy it here. And it's, and it's cheaper because yeah. it's mass produced. So that's the problem with big brands. We're probably never going to get sponsored, but that's okay. <laughs> never going to get sponsored. And it sucks when you see, like, a, a good, strong brand, like, having, like, they're like, yeah, you're doing it. And next thing you know, you, like, you see them in places that they shouldn't have been. Like, they they sold out. Which is also, like, it's frustrating when I, like, selling out is tough. Because when you're someone who created a business and someone's going to offer you money, like, Selling out is like the America. That's how you make money in America. Like you yeah. sell out. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. It does. It does kind of suck, and it takes away, like, from the personal touch of a brand. Like I li- like right now, loving hair story. Yeah. But if they ever sell out, you know, it might get worse. It, will, you know? it, it might, could turn into wet. It could turn into yeah. <laughs> it could turn into a disaster. But I would also understand personally why a company would sell. Yeah. Out. I think if you have that one core belief though and you stand by it and you really stick to it and 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 focus on that then I think that's that's where it comes in and I think as long as um I love companies that grab the grab grab the people working for them and do everything they can to lift them up I think when the big companies stop doing stop trying to lift people up and and push them to their next level and guide them through their journey um that's when things go sour and that's why we're here to pick those people up, <laughs> bring them to their next level, <laughs> guide them into success. Um, but no, I, I think 
we were part of brand, a big brand and you know i wouldn't i wouldn't change it for the world i wouldn't you know like yeah. everything i've learned in in my whole career has been because of that you know what i want and i've taken a lot of things of what i want in life out of, out of being a stylist from that and also things that i don't want and i think that's the whole point of it you know um it's our decision and i want to make my brand and what it is and and that's it also i think it's important not to like hate on big brands because they're the only reason that we have jobs have jobs <laughs> and like they're the only reason that like we're they're the only reason small brands can like be created because yeah. there's a demand for it there would be no demand if there wasn't big companies yeah for sure so they they have a role i just think that we're we're going to we're just walking we're going away from that right now yeah and it might I think they're going to shift. I really do think, I feel like big brands are going to shift into another direction that is going to be the new movement of our industry. You know, it's already starting to happen. Like, yeah. It, they are giving more control to the artists and all that. Yeah. You know, the product, the products are great. Like, that's not the issue. It's But the products are nothing without the stylists using them. Yeah. I think they just recently figured that out. <laughs> because just now our, like, hairdresser is famous and, yeah. like, well-known. But it used to be that way. And I talk about that a lot. There used to be a time where hairdressers were considered artists and not, you know, super slaves. Super slaves. We're not even slaves. You know what I mean? Like, like service no, we're industry. super slaves. We're super slaves. <laughs> but, yeah, it, I think it's it's just, it's it's one of those things that, if you are part of a big brand, like own it and learn what you can and, and let them take you on that journey. And then, you know, you can still be a part of a big brand and still be a brand within yourself. Yeah. So don't ever think Absolutely. that you can't be, you know, all uh, half the people we look up to are brand within themselves. We know them as so-and-so with this or so-and-so with that. And that's great. You know, that's, that's what we want. Like, I think, but we see their first, their faces first as that company. Also, I, just to clarify, Destroy the hairdresser is not about destroying everything around us. Yeah. <laughs> it's about destroying the internal issues that we have as artists. It's about destroying, it's about breaking down the walls that we've built. It's about breaking down stereotypes. Down stereotypes. It's all the internal things. So destroy the hairdresser doesn't mean People destroying. think we're just trying to rip shit apart. I know. It's more like, innocent than that. And like, yeah, we enjoy a little bit of... Camaraderie. <laughs> we enjoy a little bit of... Uh... Button pushing? that word controversy like we enjoy a little bit of controversy but that's not like the main goal the main goal is to take someone who's in the hair industry break remove all their junk that's living inside their head mm -hmm. destroy them that way change their consciousness change their consciousness and have them come back tenfold yeah so that's what destroy the hair does is about if people were curious and if big brands, I'm glad that you clarified that because I think a lot of big brands. I think a lot of big brands think that we're like out to like get them, get them. Like we're, we're coming up like moles I'm from the underdog. Tired. I am so tired. I don't want to do, do that. that. I just I want to make the people that are struggling be the best, be the best that they can be. Now, <laughs> if we create someone that takes all the big brands down, that's not my problem. No, that's not my fault. Hashtag not my fault. Hashtag <laughs> trademark not my fault. Trademark not happening. <laughs> I love it. Do you love it? I love it. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Uh, but yeah, so hopefully that covers Justin, Justin's question about. We got brands. so off on a tangent that I forgot what his question was. He was just talking about big brands and mm -hmm. 
Also, I just want, this was another question from the Instagram Live. Uh, again, we've said this many times, but people keep asking us um, where the location of our classes are. We only do online education. <laughs> Everything we do is online. Uh, it is one-on-ones or via phone or FaceTime. You know, everything is Whether you're taking a based. class or you're in our coaching program or you're part of the elite program, like everything is online because yes. we live in a digital world and there's no point and in having... And we are digital girls. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <There's>, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we do do a lot of uh, special events. We do do. We do do. <laughs> that new new. We <laughs> we do a lot of special events and uh, we'll, we do a lot of one-on-ones in salon. So yeah, there are times where we will do in-person uh, training, but it's it's for a special reason. But most of our program is that. I don't know why that's that's not being um, understood. Understood. Like our our tagline is you can take our classes naked. <laughs> yeah. And that's not because we want to see you naked in person. <laughs> At all. No. <laughs> It's because you can sit on your couch and take our class. We all have good hair, but that's about it. I mean, mine isn't so great right now. It's definitely under a hat, but I look super cute because my new lashes are just I came home away. and Sid was like literally in the best mood I've ever seen her because these fucking lashes. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, I want you to hear a song that I've been listening to all day. It was like a song. It was like. It was such a good song. What song was it? I forgot now. I don't know, I but it's a song like that everybody fucking knows and I'm like. I'm like, I think I know this. And she's like, just yeah. listen, it gets better. And I'm like, said, everyone knows this song. It doesn't get I better because we've heard it. I was like, you know this song. We've heard this. It's from the 70s. If you haven't heard I it, was, you're a mess. I was, I was just making a point that I'd been listening to it all day. In my mind, I was like, oh, she's going to introduce me to like new cool music. That no, wasn't the case. That wasn't happening at all. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I got to do NPR the other day. I know. How was that? It was really cool. I wasn't on it. My client was on it, but. It was really cool, and you might be asking yourself, why did Caleb do a hair for a client for NPR? Because it's, it's a radio show. <laughs> but I'm not going to answer that because I, I don't got have my to. hair done for the podcast, <laughs> so I don't have to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> if you wouldn't have brought that up, I guarantee you there'd been like one person out there that was like, but like what the what? hell? But everybody else would be like, oh yeah, Caleb did hair at NPR. <laughs> no big deal. It was cool. Um, no, it was because there was like photo and video and stuff behind the scenes. But um, it was really fun. It was at the Bell House in Brooklyn. And it was a show called Ask Me Another. And they had to... I don't know if the, if the game is the same every time. But every Monday they do this show called Ask Me Another. And it, there's a game. Again, I don't know if it's the same game all the time. But <laughs> um, they were singing jingles. Like, like, like brand jingles. In the form of classical, or no, in the form of Broadway musicals. Really? And you had to guess it. And it was really fun. It was really funny. It was really good. And that's that story. (laughs) (laughs) That was such a good story. Like, I feel so inspired by that story. If you work hard, you can do hair on NPR, too. (laughs) (laughs) You can do hair for radio talk shows. (laughs) If you're a really good hairdresser... (laughs) You can they make sure you always do radio. <laughs> <laughs> My agent only books me for radio. I only do radio. Can you imagine if that could be your brand? I only do radio. That currently is my brand. <laughs> radio only. Face for radio. So I want to talk about how Kate <laughs> uh, how Kate was on stage this week 
doing her TED Talk, which is really mm. an Aveda talk for Aveda Jam, which was so cool. I'm so proud of her. She put, like, so much work into, like, having it edited, the video to even get, like, submitted. And it was such a good video, and she did it. She was up there. I love seeing the pictures of her up there on stage. And it was a talk about her sleep apnea and product sales. Mm-hmm. And, how and I don't know how you bring not... in sleep apnea and product sales, but she fucking did it. And it <laughs> we was are really not good. salespeople. We are not salespeople. That she did such apnea. a good job. And we are super proud of her. Her team over here at Destroy the Hairdresser are so proud of her. We are proud of you. We are proud of you. Destroy the hairdresser and you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Destroy the hairdresser too. I don't know. <laughs> we had, usually we're good at that. Yeah, I didn't know where we were going. But we definitely yet. failed. But Kate, we know you're listening in your car, driving. And talking to us. And talking to us right now. Uh, we are super proud of you. Get it, girl. I can't wait to see like all the awesome things that happen for her this year. Which will be great. She's going to be famous. She's not already? Oh, well then, delete the episode. (laughs) Next thing you know, she'll have her own podcast and we'll be on it. It'll be great. It'll be called Kate. (laughs) Kate, mate. It'll be called Chats with Kate. Chats with Kate. Katie Cat. (laughs) She hates all of these. That's what my family used to call me when I was. Kitty cat? Younger kitty cat. Why? No. I am no Why are you, you are the way you are. My family would call me Katie cat. And then my cousin's friend used to call me Freaky C. My <laughs> nicknames were always, my Sunny was one. What? Yeah, the little schoolyard kids called me Sunny. I don't know why. I have no idea. This is just as bad as Katie cat. And Cece. But that one, my little brothers and sisters oh, called me Cece. I would get KK. KK. Yeah. <laughs> Katie Cat. Katie Cat is my name. And then my brother married a Katie and it got real weird. <laughs> You're like, I've known the Katie. You're like, <laughs> there can only be one. I was like Stewie from Bailey Guy. I was like, I will kill you. <laughs> it sounded just like him. Did it? Yep. I think it didn't. But if you think I have a good Stewie voice, let me know. Let's take a poll of how many people think I should cut all my hair off. We'll launch it when we launch the Instagram for the podcast, and we'll take a poll on how many people think Caleb and I'm gonna have Foster like, should cut his hair off. And I'm going to have this shears, like, in my hair, and then whatever the vote is. You're going to do it? Do I'll it. have the shears in the hair. I don't trust you. Yeah. I would just do it. I'll be like, they voted one. against it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, mis- I misunderstood. Oh, I thought you meant for it. They meant, like, <laughs> cut it off. I've been thinking about going dark lately. Don't do it. I know, I'll freak out. I've been blonde forever. Blonde for life. So if you think that Sid should go dark and I should cut my hair off, let us know. That would change our entire brand. Talk about branding. I know. Our business would just blow up. It's like, what's his face from Do That Thing You Do that wore glasses? (laughs) I could have thought of anybody else that had a sharp brand, and that's what came to my mind. (laughs) That (laughs) That stupid movie. Wait, you were thinking of a brand and then you thought of that thing you do? Yeah, because he wore the sunglasses and it stuck out to me. I don't even know what that means. Or like Sia's wig. Yeah, that's great branding. Great branding. I was thinking about the other day. I was like, she was so talented. All of her albums are great. And then she she had like two and they were like, meh. And then she fucking put a wig on. It was like, I'm alive. <laughs> it was so she good. She was to show her face. I, I love it. She's just got to show that voice, girl. It's so great. Okay. Are we done here? 
We are done here. Till next week, more adventures with Caleb and Sid Basha. Wait. <laughs> Till next week, more adventures with Caleb and Sid. That was a great ending. I know. That was a great accent. I like, I've been practicing them. Um, okay, so. We still want to know what you want us to talk about. Email us. Let us know what you want us to spend our time in front of this goddamn microphone talking about. <laughs> and sign up for all the classes that are posted on our website at destroythehairdresser.com. Under education, you can see them. And they are going. You can literally just see it on the front page. It's right there. Go to the fucking website and just sign up. <laughs> That's it. That's it. We love you. They're right there for you. We love you. We want to be you. Seats are going fast. We want to rip off your skin and wear it for Halloween. That's creepy. We do really love you guys. Bye. (laughs) A fetus aid. Check us out at www.destroythehairdresser.com.